Welcome to Stories of Hope. This is a podcast by the Dream Center. Where you will hear from people who have stories that once seem hopeless. People whose stories of redemption and life transformation are so powerful, they can only be possible by the power of Jesus. Well, welcome everybody to Stories of Hope. Uh, We're excited to relaunch this podcast for the Dream Center. My name is Brady Sanders, and I am our intern and education coordinator, and I'm here alongside Sarah Beach. Hey, my name is Sarah. I am the Opportunity Village Marketing and Outreach Coordinator, and I'm really excited to start this podcast back up. Amazing. We are going to be our hosts moving forward. We're very excited about this opportunity, and it's been amazing just to see what the Lord has done, and we're excited to just get to have conversations with some of our staff, some of the people in the community, um, potentially some other partners that we get to work alongside as well. Um, And so Sarah's going to introduce our first guest for this season. So we are really excited to introduce Tanya Simmons, who is our new OV Opportunity Village director. She has been here for about three months, and she has changed the game for Mm us. Um, She was definitely a missing piece that we were needing. Um, She's brought so much unity, so much joy, so much fun to the team. Um, The past few months have been, we've been going uphill. I think a lot Mm -hmm. of things have been changing for the better, and we're growing and learning. And I think the program is the best it's ever been so far. So we owe that all to the Lord blessing us with Tanya. Yeah. And I'm super thankful. I know Tanya through the recovery ministry at the church that we both get to go to together. Uh, we've seen, it's been a crazy year and a half of it just becoming larger and larger every month and more people coming and wanting to be a part of what uh, the Lord is doing in our church and through um, a body of people walking through recovery, coming together and pursuing Jesus. So with that, Tony, I'd love to hear a little bit about kind of you and how you got to the Dream Center and kind of your whole backstory. Okay, well, um, my story kind of started um, in my 20s that brought me to where I'm at now. Um, I was one who like graduated high school. I was a cheerleader. I danced. I did all the things that everybody said would bring you success um i went to college got married had kids did it all in the correct order and um i was still like very much empty Mm -hmm. um my marriage was not good um and i remember for the first time ever i took a pain pill um for like a, a toothache or something and i had always hated pain pills but this time like i felt this like euphoric feeling um, like everything in my world felt great and right all of a sudden, um, quickly within about six months, I was taking pain pills every day. Um, I was working at the hospital as a respiratory therapist and within six more months I had gotten fired from the hospital because I had started being late and because my life had started to revolve around pain pills. Um, if I didn't have them, I couldn't function. Um, this went on for about three years. And uh, my husband at the time threatened to take my children if I didn't stop. So somehow I stopped. I had went through outpatient rehabs a couple of times. That didn't work. But this time, like, the threat of taking my kids, like, was, you're not taking my kids. So I stopped and got clean and started going to church. Um, But I still didn't have a relationship with the Lord. 
I was just going to church. Um, so then I started drinking. Um, got a divorce. He had an affair, and um, we got divorced, and my drinking kind of went to another level because I had this, like, sense of freedom. <laughs> and so it started out with just, like, drinking on the weekends. Um, but then I got into this relationship, this really toxic relationship, and um, I started drinking every day. Um, and I don't know, like, everybody doesn't know a whole lot about alcoholism, but it, like, has phases. And, like, in the beginning phase, like, I was, like, a normal person who would get drunk and have the hangovers and all that stuff. But then I went through, like, probably four years of what I called I was just a really good professional drinker because I never had a hangover whatsoever. Um, And then the last two, um, I had become so dependent on it that, like, I woke up shaking. I was dizzy. Um, I had to drink all the time um, just to survive. Like, in the last year, I spent, like, every day praying to God, like, please don't let me die. Like, don't let me die today. Um, Because I didn't really want to die. Like, I wanted the life that I was living to die. But I didn't want to die. And um, over some series of events, some things happened. And one morning, which was my my son's 10th birthday, um, I knew, I, I can't explain what happened that morning. Um, but I knew that I needed to do something. And I got on my hands and knees in my kitchen floor and prayed probably the most sincere prayer I've ever prayed in my life for God to help me. And I reached out to some people in the recovery community that I knew, and they called within, like, a couple of hours and had different people calling me. And literally, I mean the Lord, like, reached his hand down and delivered me. Um, I started going to meetings and to church and had, like, a completely different outlook on my life um, and had a relationship with God that I I had always said I was a Christian. Right. But I had never experienced this kind of relationship and fellowship, and it's been almost three years Three years next week, actually. Amazing. So um, I knew that I wanted to help other people. Like, there were so many people who helped me along the way and just gave all their experience and their hope and their love to me that, that I wanted to do the same thing. Right. Like, and so that's, that's what brought me here, and it has been absolutely amazing. Like, these ladies and this team of people, like, it's crazy what God can do in your life, like in three short years, like such a small amount of time, but yeah. Amazing. Yeah. You mentioned your son's 10th birthday, you know, that being the day of just knowing something, what, what did it look like just with the kids, like transitioning from this lifestyle of addiction and struggle to Mm. them watching you transition into freedom and. Well, that's been interesting, you know, cause they were, they were raised in one lifestyle for so mm-hmm. long um but like our our relationship my relationship with both of my children now is so strong right. and like to have your kids just want to see you happy and want to see like I, I didn't realize the impact it had but they I mean they're always with me now like they go everywhere and do everything with me mm-hmm. like it's just 
it's a crazy bond right um for them and for them to see that like i pray every day that they know that that was the hand of god you know and that's that's real to them that because i had tried so many times so Right. Did that come with any struggle of like conversations with them of what had happened or did they have a hard time kind of adjusting to this new mom? Like, was there any growing pains there as far as? I mean, a little bit because like the things that they listen to on the radio, like mm. all of us, it's, we, I mean, you know, and like God just changes you. Right. And so the things that I had allowed for so long, like. But I had so much good counsel in my life, too, to tell me, like, give them a little grace. You know, you got to make these changes a little slowly. You know, you did allow this for this many years of their right, life. Yeah. Um, so, but, but yeah, there were growing pains. But um, it's good now that, like, I'll see my kid on TikTok or something, and he'll there'll be a video that'll pop up that's not appropriate, and he'll mm-hmm. be like, sorry, Mom. You know? <laughs> right, so, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's great. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> So let's talk about for a minute about your new husband mm. and how you both met in the recovering community. How is it like doing life with him and raising your kids together, um, having the background that you do? Like, what are the challenges? What are the great things? Like, talk a little bit about that. Well, that's interesting. Our story is pretty interesting. Um, in the recovery world, there's a rule that you can't date till you're year clean. Um, and I was eight months clean. So close. <laughs> so close, <laughs> so close. When he reached out to me um, on Facebook, just because we have mutual friends in the recovery mm. community, and um, he kept asking me to come to a meeting in Greenville, and I was like, "Nope, nope." I, I'm a, I had become a rule follower all of a sudden, and I'm like, "Nope, nope." And he's like, "It's just a meeting." Like I'm, you know. So I ended up going to the meeting, and um, the meeting happened to be shut down for COVID, and he was like. <laughs> I really did not plan this. <laughs> and I Amazing. was like, okay. So we ended up going out to eat. His sister was with us. And that was in September of 2020. We got engaged in November. And we got married in February of 2021. Um, it was like we both like knew. Um, my people at first were like, Tanya, slow down. You're crazy. Right. Um, but then they met him. And they fell in love with him also and knew he was really a man of God. And he, um, there were some challenges, um, obviously, in us coming together with, he has four kids and I have two, but most of his kids are 22, 20, and then the other two are still in high school, one's in high school. Um, so they don't live with him, but, um. But he stepped in with my kids in a way. Like, my children have never liked anyone, ever. They just don't. And they adore him. Like, it's, I mean, you know when God's hand's in it because it just, like, fits yes, yes. and works. And Absolutely. You know, um, clearly we have challenges because we're both in recovery. Um, and there's things that we both have to do. For our recovery to stay healthy. Yes. Um, and that looks different for both of us. Um, but, like, this marriage has taught me so much about the love of God because it is the most sanctifying process 
that I've ever been through because I've never had a healthy relationship either. Right. And for us to be able to communicate like what we need from each other and learning that marriage isn't 50-50. Like some days it's 80-20 and, you know, and giving that grace to each other. So it, it's, I mean, he's my best friend. He is so amazing and it, I, I never knew that a relationship could really be this healthy and happy. So, yeah, you mentioned the kids adoring him. I also adore him. I think <laughs> Randall is amazing, and I hope everybody who hears this gets to meet him someday because he's amazing. So, yes, he is. I get that. But <laughs> that's awesome. So, you mentioned being in, in the medical field before this. Yep. So, what what did it look like in between that and Dream Center? Like, what professionally was? <laughs> well, when I went to school, I got two associate degrees, which I. In the, in the amount of years that I went to school, I could have got a master's degree. But um, So I had an associate in business and an associate in respiratory therapy. So I went to work at Haywood Mall as the office administrator there. So I spent 10 years. I was there for mm. like 10 years and two months um, doing that. And, and I liked it, like it, but it was just like a lot of financial stuff and all that stuff. But... And and I was content in knowing that that was probably where I would retire mm. until I met Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And knowing that he had called me to something so much more. And so um, I looked, but it's amazing how this just kind of came. Like Tanya Burris and I knew each other, and she reached out to me just to tell me a story about something that happened here one day. And I was like, you work at the Dream Center? Like, I've been watching that place forever. I want a job there. And she was, three days later, she emails me back to tell me, oh, well, there there really is a job here. I just didn't want to tell you until I talked to my boss. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, again, God, God's hand at play. In what ways does your life look different now being here? So I know it's a little bit different culture of being at a Christian nonprofit organization, being in um, like the retail side of Ooh. like working Haywood business professional, that kind of stuff. So like how has that transition been for you? Oh, it's amazing. Like, I mean, it's funny because where I worked before they knew, I mean, I was there for 10 years, so they knew alcoholic Tanya and then this, huge change of Tanya because I was the girl who used to sit around and they used to say they were they would get rich off of me if they put a swear jar on the table <laughs> in a day you yeah. know and then all of a sudden this girl doesn't say cuss words anymore mm. she doesn't participate in their pervasive conversations right and so it was just like hugely different and uncomfortable for me at the same time um because they didn't change, and I did. Yeah. But I knew that God still had me there for a reason, and I, I got miserable in it for a long time, but I had to look at it as maybe that was just my mission field for, for the moment, you know. But coming to this environment, like, is, I mean, to have a team of people that encourage each other daily and work together as a team and start off our day with, like, prayer and devotion and knowing that God's at the center, like, it, it's more than I could have ever imagined, so. That's awesome. We have a pretty good time together as well. Yes, we do. It's been a lot more, uh, yes. a lot more laughing and. A lot of laughing. Uh -huh. A lot of jokes, and it's been, it's been awesome. So, <laughs> yes, I mean, absolutely. We're, we're thankful 
absolutely that you're here as well. So you've changed a lot in so little, and it just, it's been awesome. Um, so obviously, this is Stories of Hope. We're trying to, you know, share what the Lord has done. So as far as hope, like, plays out today in your life, what does that look like? What are you praying for right now? Like, what are the things that you're seeing the Lord do every day that's encouraging and giving you, you know, that hope to keep pushing through to the next thing? Well, just since I've been here, like, the changes that that have taken place, like, it took me a little while to to have the boldness and the courage to ask for some of the things, the changes that I thought we needed to make in the Opportunity Village. And just in this short amount of time, like, like seeing these women come in here and, and want a relationship with the Lord. And I had one that like in her interview said that she, she believed in God, but she wasn't really sure she wanted a relationship with Jesus. And in a week's time, like she's talked about wanting to reconstruct her faith. Come on. Um, so, I mean, that right there is why we do what we do. Yes. Um, and it gives me hope. And I mean, there's not a day that I leave here that I think, man, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really excited to come back and to see what's happening and to just get a, the opportunity to love on these women and give them hope and give them a, a chance at life that they may not have been given otherwise. Yeah, that's awesome. I was thinking too, Sarah, with you know, Tanya coming in, you being here before she came in, even you touching on a little bit how you've seen the program shift from even what we saw last October to where it is now and just kind of touching on what we've what we've seen. Yeah, it's it's been night and day hearing your heart and like being underneath your leadership. That has changed the game for me. I get excited to see you every day. Mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with you, Michelle, Laura, Sam, like the whole team is just even Brady, unofficial OV. Um, <laughs> yep. It's just you bring a new level of joy and a sense of peace and security. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I can, even in an interview, like I, one of the things we talked about was I wanted to feel like I could come to you yeah. with anything and everything, and I'm going to be actually heard and listened to. Um, and that's exactly what you brought and so much more. Mm. Um, so just seeing how OV has grown in the past few months, um, Words can't describe it. It's it's amazing, yeah. and I love the women. Um, mm-hmm. We have a good crew in here, and it's just it's just been great. It's been amazing. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, even as we're talking, I'm sure that dinging will come through, and the <laughs> OV phone is blowing up. And um, but as we wrap this up, Tanya, I just want to say thank you for joining the team and being a part of our everyday. Yeah. And um, I mean, I'm just thankful that even like watching our friendship grow and watching yes. um, the way that we're getting to do kingdom work all over the place together. Like for me yeah. is super encouraging. Um, and so just thank you for being on the podcast thank today. You so and much. Yeah. And thank Appreciate y'all for you. just welcoming me the way you did. Like I came into this place, like, and it felt like home, yeah. like nobody, you know, so I'm grateful for that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll see you back here next week.